Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Back once again, it is time to go to Chicago, Chi-Town, with our man Seth Gruen. He's with Bleacher Report, does a myriad of different things over there, covers baseball, they even got him covering the NBA playoffs. Seth, what's going on? Hey, Trent, how are you? Doing very well here. Certainly uh, a lot of fun to talk about. NBA, your hometown Chicago Bulls up 2 nothing. Well, they squander that lead after the injury to Rajon Rondo. And uh, coupled with Milwaukee, uh, somewhat of a Midwest team. I, I guess, you know, the importance of Milwaukee Bucks basketball doesn't really matter here in Des Moines. But we can, uh, we can try to delve into it just a little bit because, boy, that team is fun to watch. And I, I watched basically the whole first half of uh, that Game 3 victory. It was incredible. When they're shooting like that, how good that uh, Bucks team can be. Yeah, well, I was there covering Games 3 and 4, kind of wearing a different hat right now for the site. And I can tell you a couple, two things that um, I was able to appreciate sitting in the Bradley Center that maybe – uh, you can't fully understand or, uh, you know, absorb by watching the Bucks on TV. And that's number one is the Bradley Center is one of the loudest uh, NBA arenas I've ever been in. The crowd reacts appropriately. Uh, they are into the game, unlike some of the other NBA arenas, which have just a number of distractions that may lessen the impact of the crowd. That crowd there is unbelievable. It's an unbelievable NBA fan base quite frankly, one that's been starved for quite some time. And the second thing I recognized, I knew about, but was largely more apparent actually watching them in person, is that the Bucks have just unbelievable length at every position. Not just Giannis Antetokounmpo or Thon Maker, who plays center, but Malcolm Brogdon, who's probably a good 6'5", 6'6", at the point guard position. Uh, Tony Snell, obviously, plays two guard for them in the absence of Jabari Parker. There, there is length at every position, and they, they use it to their advantage and certainly did so in Game 3. Now, it was different in Game 4. You know, I think that's the product of a young team being a little inconsistent this time of year. Don't forget that that's a team that starts two rookies, and they average, I think, 23.6 years old in their starting lineup. But certainly a team uh, that's exciting and one that the NBA fans should try to watch in person if you can. Yeah, Giannis, uh, unbelievable, and I'm going to try it again. I've been trying now for a couple of years to get this right. Antetun Kumpo, did I get it? Antetun Kumpo. It's, it, it's a mouthful. It, it I, I, I've heard so many coaches pronounce it, pronounce it um, differently. That's why I guess he's fortunate to have a pretty sweet-sounding nickname. The Greek Freak. The easy way yeah. to do it, absolutely. Well, with that, uh, let's jump over. Hey, let's stick with the NBA so after winning the first two games for the Bulls there, I'm sure there was a little bit of excitement that at least grew, especially with the Blackhawks going through their sweep at the hands of the Predators. So, hey, Chicago sports fans are probably saying, hey, maybe we'll get the Bulls for an extra series here. After what happened, the injury to Rajon Rondo and just how poorly they played the last couple of games, uh, what's the temperature with the Bulls fans right now looking and knowing that the front office is going to be back Hoiberg's going to be back, and kind of the mess that they're in right now is going to be back as well. Well, I think there's some concern. Um, I don't think that winning the first two games of this series does anything to alleviate that. Now, uh, you have to also consider the fact that the Celtics were obviously going through some emotional turmoil 
with the death of Isaiah Thomas's sister. Um, that that's not like when a player loses a parent or uh, is ready or or you know maybe expects the death of a close one. Uh, that's a shocker, and I think they're human, and that certainly impacted the way they played on the court. But now that they've come back to Chicago and look more like the Celtics we saw during the regular season, I think it's very apparent that this team is just a lot better than the Chicago Bulls. They, they needed the old version of Rajon Rondo to beat them in those first two games. And even if Rondo wasn't hurt, it's unlikely that he would be able to sustain that level of play. So I think when you look at this roster, it's still a mess. And there's just not a lot of promise for next season. And I think this team needs to think long and hard about the direction it would like to take this franchise because right now it's in basketball purgatory. It's not in the lottery, but it's, it's one of those bottom playoff teams that just has no chance of contending in the era of LeBron and with the Celtics and, and even the Bucks on the up and up. So I think we could see some major moves. Jimmy Butler may not be a Chicago Bull after this season ends. So, um, you know, a lot of decisions to be made, a lot to consider, but, you know, I don't think the Bulls' future is very clear right now. Seth Room with 670 The Score, Bleacher Report, joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. We're going to get into some Big Ten with him as well coming up later. But, Seth, main reason to talk today is to talk some baseball with you. Sure. And let's uh, start with the Cubs over the weekend, uh, get it done against the Reds, win the series. But, uh, still just a, a head-scratching team overall. You figure maybe those comeback wins against Milwaukee would ignite them. I, I don't know. It just, it's hard to get a good read on this Cubs team. Where are you right now? Well, I think we have to look at last season and understand that they started exceptionally well. And that's very atypical for any team, even the best team in baseball. And I think that increased their margin for error over the course of the regular season. And I think I mentioned this the last time. Uh, I was on with you in that they don't forget they they played sub 500 baseball during the month of July. Mm -hmm. So this is a 162 game schedule for a reason and that it takes that many games to really determine who the best teams are because it's just the kind of sport where injuries or, you know, some poor play out of your starting pitchers can really uh, land you on the wrong side of things for a sustained period of time. I think the fact that, It's head-scratching is only because this is all we have. This is all the data we have on the 2017 Cubs. But, you know, if they had started out as they did last year and were playing this way in the middle of the season, we wouldn't be having the same conversation. So I still believe that the odds are in favor to win the NL Central. I ultimately believe that their talent is going to win out, and I don't think there's a whole lot of concern here. Now, if you want to point to the age of the starting rotation and the fact that they're they're trusting or counting on a lot of guys over 30. Well, maybe that's a point of concern. But overall, this is still the best team in baseball. And even if they had a rotation that was in the bottom half of the National League, I still think that this offense is good enough to easily carry the Cubs to an NL Central title. So there's just talent. There's too much talent on this team uh, for them to sustain any sort of lengthy. Uh, losing streak or any lengthy uh, time frame of poor play. Anthony Rizzo uh, finding his stride as he homers in three consecutive games in Cincinnati. Uh, you think he's got a shot to put one in the Allegheny River in Pittsburgh this week? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Look, I think uh, 
couple years ago, I remember covering um, covering a game, and they hit six or seven home runs in a game, and Joe Madden said, look, we're, we're capable of winning this way. Now, by that same token, when you're a team that could hit six or seven home runs in a game, you're also the type of team that has individuals capable of carrying a team uh, for a week or two. I think you know the most notable Cub prior to this era in doing that was Alfonso Soriano, and that he could get hot for a week or two and carry the team. Well, I think they have a number of players who can do that. I, no, no, no baseball player is consistently who he is over the course of the season. In other words, if a guy hits 300, that doesn't mean he's going to hit, you know, get one out of every three hits. He can go 0 for 10 and then go 8 for 10 or something like that. Baseball is very much a game uh, that's built upon streaks, and I certainly think Anthony Rizzo has the ability to swing a really hot bat and carry the Cubs, just as Chris Bryant and Addison Russell and so on and so on do. Seth Gruen joining us here as we're talking some baseball. Seth, over the weekend we saw a couple of uh, uh, brouhaha's happening, one with the Orioles and the Red Sox, the other with the Twins and the Tigers. Uh, we're going to see how those sort out. With, there's going to be suspensions, fines, what's going to happen there. But, the, you know, the Dustin Petroia part of this, you, you look over at him and he's saying, hey, I, I didn't ask them to do that as Machado was making his way to first base. Kind of odd. And, and then his comments after the game, not sure if you saw those, but something you normally don't see in baseball where a guy, he wasn't saying, uh, hey, that's the old rules of baseball. He was saying, I didn't tell my guys to do that. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that when you look at the Orioles, they've gotten in a few of these, and Manny Machado has gotten in a few of these dust-ups. So I think that when you're seeing the same names come up, you know, that could give reason for, for baseball to throw maybe a heavier suspension than it ordinarily would to kind of nip this thing in the butt. That said, I think, especially when you talk about division rivalries, some of this stuff adds juice to these games, especially these early games that, people uh, like to say don't matter. I, I think they do matter. And I think in some sort of twisted way, this is good for baseball. We've talked about it before. That AL East is going to be a division that is hotly contested. It's very, very tight between, well, at least the Orioles, Red Sox, and Yankees, in my opinion. So when all three of those teams play one another, those games are going to be meaningful, and they're going to have a playoff-like atmosphere to them. And I think tensions are going to run high. Um, so, you know, that said, obviously baseball probably doesn't love the optics of, of these scuffles. I think we saw them ding Rugnet Odor pretty hard last year, um, you know, for that fight with Jose Batista. Mm -hmm. But that said, you know, I, I think that if we're looking at this at 10,000 feet, there's definitely some upside to it, quite honestly. Well, what uh, other guy I wanted to get your thoughts on? Sal Perez sat out a couple of games for the Royals over the weekend. He has been ridden to the ground. I mean, you look at the number of innings that this guy has caught with the two playoff runs that they've had. He's still only 26 years old. Got a contract extension last year that'll take him through 2021. But how concerning does it have to be for the Royals knowing that they still got this guy for another five years and just how hard that Ned Yost has ridden him an uh, in injury, he's been so, so good and dynamic behind the plate, but they've used him so much. How big of a concern is that? You mean just in terms of his knees in general? Yeah, just um, everything. Well, look, you know, I think we've seen guys have to move out to the field before. Craig Biggio was a mm -hmm. catcher. Um, Pudge Rodriguez even played some first base. I think we're seeing the uh, Giants manage Buster Posey 
in a way that, you know, hopefully keeps his knees fresher over the course of his career. So obviously this is something that I'm sure the Royals are thinking about. Now that said, one of the things that modern, modern analytics has done is taught us the importance of having a quality catcher behind the plate. It's the, the reason we see so many former catchers ma- as managers is because they have their hands in so many different aspects of the game. They understand the pitching mechanics and how to call a game and obviously uh, come to the plate four or five times a game. So, you know, I, I think that understanding that importance, the importance of pitch framing, handling a staff, and just how analytics have underscored that, that's probably caused Ned Yost to maybe play him, you know, more than you may have done so, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, because obviously um, that can be pretty hard on the knees. But, you know, ultimately they have the flexibility to use him as a DH, to put him in the field if they want to. And I'm sure nowadays with, you know, all the advancements in, in sports medicine and training and treatment, that they're on top of it and, and communicating with him as to how he's feeling and, and how they can uh, elongate his career. Yeah, just over the last couple of years, 138, 150, 142, and 139 games behind the plate you know, for South Some guys can just do that, by the yep. way. I mean, the, the, some guys just don't get hurt. Some guys are durable, and that's a talent in and of itself and you know, something that maybe deserves uh, more dollars when it comes to contract negotiations. So it's possible they just feel that he's that guy, that he's you know, that horse that they can ride. Are we on the way here, the Royals becoming sellers? Uh, not a great start to the season. Offense has really struggled here. Alex Gordon, he's off to a terrible start. Same for Eric Hosmer. I mean, you go through outside of Kane and Moustakis, it's been pretty ugly here at the beginning of the year, along with the aforementioned Sal Perez. Uh, with this team, and after having that window, maybe it's starting to close here. Could this be a team that is big sellers in a fire sale coming up in July? Yeah, I think we saw a little bit of an indication of that over the summer. Um, I shouldn't have taken Eric Hosmer in a homer pool. But, um, you know, because he, he, he actually, an interesting stat I saw is that he's hit more balls on the ground than any middle-of-the-order hitter, and I'm talking about a 3-4-5 hitter in baseball. Um, I think he has the ability to be one of the best first basemen in the game. But obviously, as you mentioned, he's starting out quite slow. I think the, the Royals kind of realized that, the championship window of that old core that won a World Series is probably closing, and they need to reboot and do what they did, you know, prior to those those back-to-back World Series appearances, and that you know they need to acquire some young talent. I think we saw that them do that by uh, you know trying to uh, you know by well not trying but by trading Wade Davis to the Cubs for Jorge Soler. So yes, I would agree that they're going to be sellers ultimately because I think again another division that that is that I'd be shocked if the Indians didn't win. Here come the Cardinals. They have won, what, six of their last seven, starting to play some better baseball. Mirage, small sample size, all these things. Are the cards back in contention in the NL Central in your mind? Look, I think they're always contenders. I think that organization, you know, understands how to use both free agency and its farm system to uh, churn out a consistent contender. I mean, since 2000, I think they've been in the playoffs maybe 75, 80% of the seasons. So, yeah, you, you've always got to consider the Cardinals a contender, almost like the Patriots in the NFL. Um, you know, I think Dexter Fowler uh, is more a Cardinal-like player than he was traditionally a Cubs player. 
I think when you look at the Cardinals last season, it was a highly unusual uh, circumstance for them in that they hit a lot of home runs and they couldn't win at home. Two, unchar- two, two things that aren't usually characteristically associated with the Cardinals. So I absolutely think this team is a contender in the NL Central, probably the team that's going to push the Cubs the most. And ultimately, one I think could sneak in there uh, and get a wild card. I said it, I think, a couple weeks ago when we were on that wouldn't shock me if these same exact teams are in the playoffs again this year. But at the same time, you might see the Cardinals muscle out uh, the Mets or Nationals or Dodgers or Giants, whichever one of those teams uh, ends up finishing second in their respective divisions. The bullpen has certainly been a lot better after that terrible start to the season, and the Cardinals team, we saw it last year, a lot better offensively than they've been in the past. It might be a year where we actually get a race in the NL Central, unlike what we had a year ago, Seth. Hey, as always, good catching up with you. One more hit, uh, just your thoughts on Michigan. You also cover the Big Ten and uh, do a lot with that with your Big Ten Unfiltered podcast. Uh, the Wolverines over in Rome and Jim Harbaugh looking yeah. like a goofball over there. Yeah, well, look, we're going to talk. We're actually going to talk about this extensively on the podcast this week. But I think this is sort of classic Jim Harbaugh. He likes to do things for effect. He likes to do things uh, that's going to engender reaction and get Michigan uh, some press, be it positive or negative. But you know, people are talking about Michigan football right now, and we are in late April, uh, and you know, this is on the uh, the front page of every major national sports website, and I think it uh, has had its desired effect. So, from that standpoint, Jim Harbaugh's wackiness wins out again. <laughs> the guy is unbelievable. The way that he markets himself and his program. Yeah. Uh, it... Last year they went to Bradenton, Florida. Yes. And yeah. there, there, look, there's been a lot of criticism about you know traveling for these spring practices while his students have school, but look, it's within NCAA rules. And look, and, and it it seems to have had a positive effect on the program. There's no doubt. It's been uh, been interesting. Harbaugh, he he's a booger eater. He kind of annoys me, but <laughs> at times he's uh, good for the Big Ten, and that's a good thing overall. As always, Seth, good catching up with you. We'll talk again soon. All right. All right. Thanks, Trent. That's Seth Gruen with Bleacher Report, talking a myriad of different things here today. We talked NBA, MLB, college football. We hit it all. Seth Gruen, you can find him on Twitter as well, at Seth Gruen. That's Seth, G-R-U-E-N, as where you can find Seth. We'll take the time out. Coming back on the other side, getting into some football, a little NFL talk on the other side. Sean Tomlinson, he'll join us here. It's Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped or pitched, the guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Can you finish this little ad phrase? Bounty, the quicker? Right, most people know it's the quicker picker-upper. But this message isn't about paper towels. It's about how your memory works. 
Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky? You know, memorable and powerful? Then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you. No obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Hi, this is Clint Burkhall. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We are glad to share them. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make a Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A. DirecTV select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B. Monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C. Reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. 
The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet equipment, non-return and other facing conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Welcome back here once again. Jimmy B and TC as we will take you up until 3 o'clock this afternoon. Now, I got to tell you guys, I, I made a huge, huge mistake as I'm going through and uh, reading some different things. Well, I'm about myself. You, you know that, right? Yeah, I'm all here by myself. No Jimmy B. He's on vacation. He'll be back late this week, if not early next. That's what Jimmy B says. But I'm going through. I'm reading some things. I look up. All right. Got to make a call to Sean Tomlinson, our next guest. We'll talk some football with Sean. So I'm doing that, right? Yeah, I forget to call him. So we're going to do that right now, live on the air. This is all the backup that I have. Hey, Sean, Trent Condon. Hey, how are you, Trent? Not too bad. Uh, called you a little late. We're actually live on the air. You ready to roll? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We got Sean Tomlinson here with us. Bleacher Report talking NFL. Going to get into the draft with him. And, uh, Sean, it's the time where you're hearing all kinds of rumors from Mitch Trubisky going number one overall to Sean Watson suddenly back in the mix. I mean, just all kinds of crazy things that are happening at this point. How much of these things do you actually read into? How many of these things that you hear can you believe leading up here to the draft? Yeah, it's it's the season where you're just bombarded with um, with noise, and a lot of it is of the uh, white noise variety. But but there's a signal in, the, in there somewhere, some some truth, some smoke where there's this fire. What what I what I cling to this week uh, is the, the the more concrete things I can kind of grasp. Uh, and you know it it comes down to simply and and this just uh broke moments but but before you called me um peppers to uh, broke peppers uh he had a bad test for for a sample at the combine i mean that that's a prospect who was already sort of teetering on the edge of first round status um a great athletically gifted guy, but is he a safety is he is he a linebacker? And that could push him into second uh, round, uh, the, the, you know, in, in, in the Friday night. So it's 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 tough to sift through everything you're right, but really, sort of the, those concrete things. That's what you really need to grasp onto. Well, and Peppers as a prospect, it's been so difficult to get a read on this guy of of what he is at the next level. Is he a return specialist? What can he do defensively for you? <laughs> Do you build him up, and is he an outside linebacker? Is he still a safety at that level? And now you couple that now with this diluted drug sample, and, and it adds yet another layer to it. But taking away the, the drug sample for a moment, just give us your thoughts on him as a player, how he's going to translate. Do you think this is a guy that's a, a, a guy that you can lock stock and say he's willing to take a number one draft pick, or are you a little bit lower on him than some? Yeah, I I, I think when you – when you, when you talk about a guy who lacks uh, a certain position title, who doesn't fit into one box per se that we can really label him as, that that's not necessarily a bad thing per se in 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 today's NFL, especially when you have um, 
safeties that can act like corners and act like linebackers. I, I think about uh, Ty, Ty, Tyrell Matho uh, for, for, for the Cardinals. He's, mm-hmm. It's hard to really slap a definitive label on him. We often call him a safety, but he, he plays soft corner too. So uh, I, I just think that it's if you can't really know how and where you're going to play a guy, it's hard to make that steep first-round investment, which... For me personally, that's why it's difficult to, to go there with Peppers. Now, if I you know if if I got to pick in the second round, early on, early to middle of of the second round, I think that's the the, the sweet spot for him. It just it's difficult to make that that leap, but I can see why it's so appealing because his athletic gifts and what he can do at his size, uh, watching him as a kick returner, especially in the in the open field, how he flies. It's easy to salivate over it, and you know it, it, you, you think about all those years with with the help Davis. He always took the the sort of track star. Mm-hmm. I think Al Davis will be all over Jabril Peppers. <laughs> We're talking right, right now with Sean Tomlinson, taking a look around the NFL draft. You know the safety position this year uh, certainly more intriguing than it is most years. At the top with Malik Hooker from Ohio State and Jamal Adams of LSU, two guys that maybe could go as high as number three overall uh, with the Bears looking to select at that spot. We normally don't see this kind of talent at the safety position or guys anticipated go this high. Uh, Your thoughts on both of those guys and if they can be real impact players at the safety position? Yeah, I I think we see both of them go in, in, in the top 10 potentially. They're they're really uh, great instincts, and and that you know we we focus so much on physical uh, aspects of, of the game, whether it's just sheer strength, um, you know, and, and brute force. But I think especially the, the safety, you're kind of the the, the quarterback of, of that defensive backfield. You need some natural in, instinct and vision that's that's sometimes tough to teach. I think both Hooker and uh, Adams have that. I, I think. One of them is probably going to go to to, to the Bears, though. Again, there's there's some uncertainty. Uh, you know, can is a quarterback going to go that far? Just, just to me, with this draft and with with safeties, uh, uh, you know, that's the it's part of it. There's just after you get past Garrett, it, there's a lot of un, un, uncertainty. But yeah, absolutely, there's a lot of appeal with with Hooker and Adams, and just how they see the ball, how they fly to the ball. And it's it's just difficult to find that in in top safeties now. Well, of course, quarterback. There's a lot of smoke screens out there. Talked about at the top, the Browns maybe interested in taking Trubisky at that point. Now there's a report that the 49ers are strongly considering drafting quarterback at number two. But before we get to the draft prospects, one uh, domino still out there is Jimmy Garoppolo. Is this something that could change here in the coming days leading up to Thursday, the willingness of the Patriots to depart of Jimmy Garoppolo, trade him away for a combination of draft picks, or is that dead upon arrival? It would be so much fun if it happened because it's just that sort of juicy trade that we can sink our teeth into. It feels like we've been talking about this since, oh, I don't know, January or January of about 2015, maybe. Um, but I, I really, I think the demand, and, and rightfully so, the the package the Patriots are going to ask for is so substantially steep. Uh, and and then beyond that, it, as as much as there's faith in in Tom Brady to keep staying healthy and playing at this very high level, you know, he he sells his. Uh, cookbook online, he, he 
eats avocado ice cream and all that good stuff. Um, he is still a 40-year-old. And in quote-unquote human terms, you're still a young man at 40, but in football terms, you're supposed to be ancient at least. And the history he's fighting, you just never know when he's going to start to act like a 40-year-old or a 41-year-old. So it's not such a bad thing to have Jimmy around, and he's not going to lose value. He's going to get a year older, but he's still very young. I, I, I think uh, he, he stays uh, with, with the Patriots, and you know, you know, it just, it, then when that happens, it's a matter of, okay, if you are the Bears or the 49ers or the Jets or et cetera, you go on down that list of QB needing teams, are you willing to take that sort of leap in a class with a lot of good quarterbacks, but not really that one that, that you can, uh, not that, that sort of Andrew Luck, that, that one that you really feel strongly about. And in fairness, that Andrew Luck only comes around once every generation. That's where the point here. It's hard to really be confident at that position. So, all right, we're looking at the quarterbacks, right? Mitch Trubisky, a guy that sat behind Williams at, at, at North Carolina. He was a pretty big prospect coming out, all these different things. Started last year. Okay, number one pick, number two pick. I, I struggle to see that when I look across and I see Deshaun Watson, a guy that threw for 800 yards and eight touchdowns over the last two years against the Alabama defense. What he would able to do against that defense – I don't know. I, I just I struggle to see how you can look at everything all-encompassing and say, I like Trubisky better than Deshaun Watson. What do the NFL teams see? What What is the big difference maker there? I, yeah, I, I will sort of, uh, you know, kind of cop out a little here. And so I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm very much sort of on the fence between those two. I think what, what NFL teams are seeing is, is there is uh, an appeal toward a bit more convention, if you will, right? Trubisky is more a, a bit more of a pocket passer. You you want to have the, that reliable foundation that that you can look at him and say that I can fit him into any sort of offense and anything that I want to do. Now, can Watson pass from the pocket? Absolutely, but there's that sense of you know he's a bit more comfortable on the run. Uh, there there is. Some slight question, at least, with with his throwing mechanics, and, and can they translate well to, to 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 the next level? I just think, though, if I could try to you know be be, be simple about it and, and boil it down, I think there's just something that feels a bit safer about Trubisky. Is that the right or wrong way to feel? I don't know. I think when you go safe and conservative, it's it's often a bit too safe and conservative, but. It's very difficult because every time you get a quarterback pick wrong, you usually have a job in a couple of years. Yeah, that's very, very true. A lot of moving pieces there. I want to jump over to the running back position. You got uh, a couple of guys, uh, the name brand guys that we know all about. You know, your your Fournettes, your Dalvin Cooks, Christian McCaffrey. Let's start with those three. You know, with the evolution of the NFL, with the way that the game has changed so much. There's still people that have Fournette going at number four to Jacksonville. See the fit there, see the style, and are going to go that way. But as we see with Adrian Peterson, there's not many teams anymore that are just willing to say, hey, we're going to go I formation, a fullback in front of you, and we're going to run it 350 times that way. Well, exactly. I think and every year with the draft, beyond obviously building foundations for a team, we also see the NFL make a statement on what uh, on on where football is right now, <clears throat> and we need to change our perception. Of both the, the the NFL does, fans, media, we all do of what the future back means. What does that term mean? And it can mean what Christian McCaffrey can do, which is 
still get 20-ish carries a game, but then get five or six receptions as well, line up from the slot and line up out wide. And we'll call him a running back, but he can function as a, as a wide receiver. Fournette, absolutely. He, you know, he is such what he can do at his size. And, you know, running that, that 40 time, he's about 240 pounds, but he uh, runs and moves like he's about 20 pounds less than that. Um, but he, he's not quite... The, the pass catcher that that, that, that McCaffrey is. I, I I think Fournette will go higher just because there there's this there's more of a, you know there's a perception at least that you need to change your offense around to to fit McCaffrey into a certain role. Um, but I, I I just think you need to have some flexibility. I I don't think there's a right or wrong decision. I I think I I forget who it was, but somebody put well. Um, Fournette is like that 18-wheeler truck out there, and, and McCaffrey's a Ferrari. You know, which one do you prefer? That's really what it is to me. Yeah, uh, McCaffrey, we saw what he could do here in the state of Iowa in that Rose Bowl game against the Hawkeyes a couple of years ago. Just uh, absolutely dynamic. You got that part of it there. And Dalvin Cook, to me, is a guy that maybe doesn't have the top-end speed. Maybe he's not going to bust off an 85-yarder, but how often do we see those anymore in the NFL? He just seems to me to be a guy that's going to be a good, solid, productive running back. You're going to get your money's worth if you draft him out of that rookie contract. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And we thought we were a rookie contract. That's four years long, and you know it's a position where you start to call guys old at the age of 28. So, yeah, absolutely. And 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 he's a he's a, a compact, well built guy. Um, he averaged six yards per carry last year. I I, I think there's a, you know runs with a lot of power can can run straight ahead downhill. All of those things have a lot of value in the NFL. However, there is some off field questions and, and and character concerns there. I I, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure how much that's that's being weighed. I think at the very least, though, it will drop him. To being that 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 third running back off the board, Sean Tomlinson with Bleacher Report as we're talking some NFL draft with him here on the Draft House Fifty Hotline. Warren Snap uh, Sap not buying that Garrett should be the number one pick. Thinks he's lazy. What's going on here? Yeah, I, I really sort of had to chuckle at the the Courtney Brown comparison uh, <laughs> from way back and. In, in 2000, uh, like, listen. The, the, the beauty of the NFL draft, or perhaps the frustration, is we think we know so much right now in, in, in late April, especially because we spent, you know, three-ish months dissecting everything. Hey, as as most are, I am very confident that Miles Garrett is going to be an absolute beast and and really put on a show. If, if on every week, then most weeks, is there a chance he could not live up those expectations? Absolutely. Uh, sure, yes. But to call him uh, a bust or, or compare him to one of the worst first, first overall pick busts of all time is just such uh, it, it, It's a bizarre take to have uh, after you watch his tape, watch his production, and what he did in in the SEC for 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 those years, he he you know he was just a consistent pressure in the backfield when he wasn't when he wasn't getting there, he was disrupting plays and doing that sometimes is just as important as, as getting sacks. We pay attention to sack numbers because that's the sort of sexy stat. But if you can disrupt plays consistently, that's what makes the the best pass rushers who they are. And he he's that guy. 
Sean, uh, the NFL schedule released on Thursday, a bit of a holiday for many people out there, myself included, breaking things down. And uh, one of the first things that jumps off the page, if you don't like the Dallas Cowboys, too bad. You're going to be seeing a lot of the Cowboys coming up this year. Yeah, and, you know, it's 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 been that way for, oh, I don't know, 30-ish years. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, ever since the, uh, you know, the, the Cowboys were coined an America's team and, and it's it's actually an interesting story behind that. They had the the, the football life when um, you know it was just a guy doing a documentary and he slips it in and then it, it sticks all these years later. You, you either love him or hate him, but you you always love to watch him. It's it's you know you, you have these teams throughout the sports, whether it's the Cowboys or the Yankees or the Lakers when they're good. People will always tune in to watch because it, it, when you hate them, you 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 love to watch them lose too. So uh, it. Television's a business. The the NFL is a business, even though people don't like to see it that way. Sports are a business, and whatever draws your eyeballs to screen, you're going to see plenty of. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. On the other side, Sean, you got the Cleveland Browns, who you won't be seeing much during prime time. I, in fact, I think I saw where they have all but two of their games are going to be one o'clock kickoffs for you guys, noon kickoffs for us here in the Central Time Zone. Outside of their game in London, and then a random game in L.A. They're kicking off at that one o'clock window, and that's it for the Brownies. Yeah, it, and it's obviously unfortunate for, uh, and and to their eternal credit, uh, a team that obviously hasn't had success for a long time. But that 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 fan base is still very passionate. Um, but but this is what happens. And, you know, I just talked with the Cowboys. How you love them or hate them, you always watch, and it's a business. And there really isn't much of of a draw or an incentive to to trip over yourself and get to the TV remote and make sure you're there on time when the Browns are on TV. Uh, right now, if you are anywhere outside of Cleveland, now you know we, we we would have said the same thing about the Raiders one one year, well about two years ago, right? And mm-hmm. and then now they have one of the most promising young teams, and and they are a team you want to watch. So you can make that turn around quickly, but. We've been saying that about the Browns for, what, what over a decade? Yeah. I, and I might be being generous there. And it hasn't happened yet. We're all waiting for the Browns to get it done. Hey, Sean, good catching up with you once again. Always enjoy talking NFL with you. Enjoy the draft coming up Thursday night and all throughout the weekend. Well, do. Thanks for having me on. Sean Tomlinson with Bleacher Report there on the Draft House 50 Hotline. NFL schedule set to go. Have you WNL'd your team? I'm sure you have. I've done the same. Didn't come out the way that I wanted, maybe after the draft and the Bears uh, shocking the world with a third pick and doing something good, that will change. We'll talk about the Vikings coming up today. We'll get into that with Ted Glover. He'll be our guest at about 2.25 this afternoon. Lots going on with uh, Ted at the Daily Norseman. We'll get into the Vikings, their offseason, the schedule, more NFL talk. We got the Bears, the Packers, the Chiefs still to get into this week as well. Leading up to the draft on Thursday. Looking forward to it. Should be a good one. I'm still intrigued, let's just say, about Jamal Adams. What Jamal Adams is going to do. You know, he uh, had a conversation with the Jets. He told them that they're wasting his time, that he's not going to be there. Have the Bears said something there? I, I just don't know. I don't know. Would I be overly enthused with the safety? I guess. Look, I like Deshaun Watson. I just do. I don't know if it'll translate. Nobody knows if it will translate. If they say they do, they're lying. 
It's a 50-50 proposition in the NFL. You get busts. The NBA draft, it's the same thing. You get busts. You get some guys that stick around. You get some guys that can't play. That's the way of the NFL. That's the way of professional sports. It's an inexact science. We get that. What I saw, Deshaun Watson, the guy can win big games. The guy can move football teams. The guy can go up against the best defense in college football and dominate in two separate occasions. Did he throw an interception against some crappy teams? Sure, of course he did. Happens quite a bit. What I know is I want that guy on my team. If it's Deshaun Watson, I'm doing cartwheels. Will it turn out? Probably not because it's the Bears. But at least be excited for a couple of days. There's my thoughts on your Bears. With that, we need a break. When we come back on the other side, we'll put a cap on the hour. Then in hour number three, we got Alex Halstead talking Cyclones. As mentioned, Ted Glover on the Vikings and much more here as we roll through. It's Jimmy B and TC. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Another Target Run receipt reading. Oh, so I got Market Pantry Cheese, two for $4. Cha-ching, cha-cheese. Oh, yes, and my organizing go-to, a huge box of Ziploc bags for $6.99. I mean, what's not to love about something you can use to store leftovers, random Lego pieces, and all my favorite Target Run receipts, <laughs> right? List conquered, Target Run, and done. Get your receipt reading savings at Target. Pricing may vary. You can learn to DIY just about anything. Today, we'll be making our very own bath beads. We'll need mineral oil, ammonia, and, and, gosh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. After all, some things are better left to the pros, like buying a home. Because without an expert to guide you, you're just asking to get burned. Oh, look at that. It also works as a hair remover. So DIY yourself a favor and get Realtor. Head to Realtor.com slash Get Realtor today. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. 1700 KVGG has another sweet deal for you with Chicago Dog. They're a true Chicago deli with most of their sandwich makings shipped in from Chicago fresh. Check them out at 70th and Douglas in Urbandale or Southwest 9th in the Cityville Project and enjoy the original Chicago beef dog or the original Chicago Italian roast beef sandwich or the porker with spicy or mild Italian sausage topped with grinder meat and melted. 
melted cheese. Get your half-price sweet deal certificates Friday at 9 a.m. at 1700kbgg.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. I know it's tough to hear me with this firefighter's air pack on, but it's the only way I can be in this smoldering pile of ashes that was my office. And I could get in trouble, but I hope you won't make the same mistake I did, since at least one in four businesses that suffer this type of loss never reopen. So here goes. Just three days ago, we sat in this melted wreck of what used to be a conference room, talking about how good things were. Over there was the tech room. The fire's bad enough, but the water damage really gets me. Look, here's an article describing us as visionaries. I should have done our disaster plan, but with everything else, I just didn't see this coming. Visionaries, huh? Well, the good news is, at least the ashes can't burn down. There'll always be a few fires to put out around the office, unless it's not around anymore. But when you have a disaster plan, you can adapt, recover, and stay in control. Go to ready.gov and make your company's plan. Ready.gov. It's never too late to protect your business until it is. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, fighting our way through once again. Jimmy B and TC here until 3 o'clock with you. Got a busy hour coming up next. We got Alex Halstead stopping by. We'll talk some cyclones with him. A busy weekend over the weekend. Elijah Brown makes his visit to Iowa State, the grad transfer from New Mexico, eligible to play next season. We'll have one year to play. Made his visit to Iowa State. Uh, waiting to see what's going to happen there. You have the Junior College All-American in Shakir Houston. Uh, still kind of been quiet there. We'll get Alex's thoughts on that. little football recruiting to get into. Always good talking football and basketball with the recruiting scene with Alex Halstead. 24-7 sports and cycling alert.com. We're also going to get into the Vikings you know, the offseason goes on. We knew they had to help the offensive line. You had to fix that. I mean, there is no other way 
that the Vikings could go through this thing, hoping to get things turned around. After the great 5-0 and start, the offensive line, though, collapsing around it, Sam Bradford did an admirable job with just how bad things were around him. I mean, crumbling around his feet, you know, all those different things. He was able to bounce back and at least give them some semblance of a game that they could go and, and feel confident about. But you just go through and you look at that squad and, and what happened to them and what they were able to do and get it done. Uh, now this season, they have to have that offensive line. It has to be, it doesn't have to be a strength, but it has to be adequate. Riley Reef, Remmers, both those guys will come in. They're above average. You know, they're pretty good for tackles. You get to move them back to their natural positions and Reef moving back over to the left side. Remmers go back over to the right side. You hope with the interior, you feel pretty good about that that you get things going. No more Adrian Peterson, and it looks like maybe a step closer to him ending up in New Orleans, their week one opponent for Monday Night Football. But we'll talk a lot of Vikings coming up with Ted Glover here at about 2.25, right after we finish up with Alex Halstead. Well, we need our final break of the two, 1 o'clock hour. 2 o'clock hour, I am all over the place. I apologize, folks. This is no joke. I am battling illness, but I will get through it. I'll try to be better. We'll get through this together. Apologies once again. Whew. Need some caffeine. Need something. Need to get something in my body. Need to get some nutrients. What's a good met? Eating fruit? What am I supposed to be doing here? I'm certainly no health nut. Granola? Mix in a salad? Gotta do something. I haven't eaten in a couple of days. Large man, I can actually handle that pretty well, but gotta get something. Gotta get the mind right. We're struggling right now. Luckily, we got Alex and Ted coming along. They're going to help this thing along as we roll through on a Monday. Jimmy B and TC. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Chicago Dog, they do it right. Their sandwiches are made fresh when ordered. Chicago Dog now has two locations, the original on Southwest 9th and in Urbandale at 70th and Douglas. Two great locations, same great Chicago Dog favorites. Like the original Chicago Beef Dog, all beef, mustard, relish, onion, tomatoes, sport peppers, pickle spear, and celery salt on a poppy seed bun. Try the Chicago Dog, original Chicago Italian beef. A sliced Italian roast beef sandwich dipped in au jus with a side of jardinera. How about Chicago Dog's The Porker, your choice of spicy or mild Italian sausage link topped with grinder meat, melted cheese, and choice of pepper. Chicago Dog delivers and now has two locations on Southwest 9th Street in the Cityville Project and 70th and Douglas in Urbandale. On Facebook, DSM Chicago Dog. Chicago Dog is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Chicago Dog gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number and they're sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend Bicycle. Uh, <laughs> hello, it's, it's, it's your bike here. So, about last night, sorry, I kind of just ran off with that bike thief. I just want you to know it's not anything you did. And, and I'm not trying to make excuses here, but I do have wheels. 
They roll. Anyway, hope you're insured. I'll see your stolen grill says hey. When your stuff runs off, it doesn't pay you back. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit Geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. And now for something deliciously different from Wendy's. Wendy's Double Stack is still an option in the 4 for 4. With a quarter pound of fresh beef, four nuggets, fries, and a drink. That's a deal so good it should not exist. Like how owls shouldn't be able to turn their heads all the way around. Whew, wouldn't like that deal. The 4 for 4 with your choice of a Double Stack, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, or Crispy Chicken BLT. A deal so great, it's impossibly good, but not for long. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece chicken nuggets, small fries, and a drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Welcome to Staples. Staples guy, I need some things for the office, but money is tight. Well, now at Staples, we're celebrating HP Savings Month. You'll find big savings on great HP products all month long. Save big on HP? How big? Right now, get up to $100 off an HP OfficeJet Pro printer. Whoa. Mind blown. You're the third one this week. Now, during HP Savings Month at Staples, get up to $100 off an HP OfficeJet Pro printer. It's lightning fast two-sided printing can save you both time and money. It's 42917. See store or staples.com slash HP month for details. Restrictions may apply. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the spa at West Glen. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next day installation on DirecTV. 1700 KBGG, Des Moines, a cumulus station. I like it! Big news, big talk, and big sports. This is Jim Rome with a CBS Sports Minute brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. After playing another unbelievable game and notching yet another triple-double, Russell Westbrook snapped off.